Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today, I have two Jane Doe cases to share with you. In the fall of 1977, human remains were discovered in a vacant lot in Goose Creek, South Carolina. Police are stumped by the discovery, unsure of the identity, and with minimal leads unsure of where to begin the investigation. Investigators are still left with too many questions to count. Who is this Jane Doe? How did she die? And is anyone out there missing her? In the second Jane Doe case, I'll take you further to the south, to a city in Flagler County, Florida, called Palm Coast. When skeletal remains of a young woman are found, in a wooded area back in 1993, an investigation unfurls a decades-long quest to find Jane Doe's identity and her killer. Will we ever know the real story behind the Flagler County Jane Doe? I'm your host, Nisa. Welcome to the Lost Crimes Library podcast. These are the chilling stories of the Berkeley County Jane Doe and the Flagler County Jane Doe. Unfortunately, the case of Berkeley County Jane Doe is rather brief, but I still wanted to bring attention to it because this case is over 40 years old and is still as much a mystery as it was when the investigation began. This Jane Doe went missing in October of 1977, and the information out there about this case is limited. But I am going to do my best to provide as much information about what happened to Berkeley County Jane Doe and where the investigation into her death is at now. According to NamUs, the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System, the Berkeley County Jane Doe was discovered in a vacant lot in Goose Creek, South Carolina, which is located in southern Berkeley County. It's bordered to the southeast of the city of Charleston and farther to the west of the city of North Charlotte. Goose Creek has been historically considered a base for many branches of the U.S. military. On October 4, 1977, the Berkeley County Jane Doe was found in a vacant lot that was being cleared by workers. 
Apparently, they were clearing brush from a property lot when they stumbled across something strange and horrifying, something that appeared to the naked eye to be human remains. It is undetermined what of Jane Doe's remains were found that day, but it's reported that the Berkeley County Jane Doe was found skeletonized and her remains were scattered. So the conditions of the remains were unrecognizable, but with an almost complete skeleton. When it comes to Jane Doe's description, there isn't much information available. According to NamUs, the Berkeley County Jane Doe hair color and eye color are unknown, but we do know that she was African-American and between 5'2 and 5'8. There was one key distinctive physical feature about her. The examination of the remains determined that Jane Doe likely walked with a marked stoop, which is a characteristic of people with certain medical conditions or the elderly. A stoop can be described as a person standing or walking with the posture of their head or upper back bent forward. The estimated age range was considered to be between 20 to 75 years old, but no estimated weight is available. When it comes to how the Berkeley County Jane Doe was killed, we still don't know. The information about when she died and the cause of death is unknown. However, a forensic artist's composite drawing is available. As always, it will be linked in the show notes. I couldn't find any information about whether authorities believed that this Jane Doe was a victim of homicide or not. From the very beginning, there wasn't much for investigators to work with. And to make matters worse, now that it has been decades since this woman's remains were located, there doesn't really seem to be any interest in finding out who the Berkeley County Jane Doe is and if she has any remaining living family members, if she has anyone looking for her, worried about her. It's really sad to think that there could have been someone out there who was once looking for her or maybe still is, but they don't have any answers or resolution. Or worse, it's really sad to think that maybe there was never anyone out there to look for her. No one that could advocate for finding her and giving her her identity back. I hope one day the Berkeley County Jane Doe's identity will be known and that whoever may be out there who loves her will get some resolution and peace. Anyone with information about this case is urged to contact the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office at 843-719-4465 or call their local authorities. The agency case number is 2020-0-5349. On January 10th, 1993, Two young boys are playing some basketball in a cozy cul-de-sac tucked along Seaship Place in Palm Coast, Florida. The playing stops for a brief moment when the basketball escapes them and the young boys are forced to follow the ball as it rolls into the woods nestled at the end of the cul-de-sac. As they rush into the woods hoping to find their lost basketball, what they find is much scarier than they ever could have imagined. There, in a palmetto shrub, lies a skeleton. Palm Coast is located in northeast Flagler County. Back in the 1950s, most of the land that would eventually become Palm Coast consisted of swamp and pine forests, with only a few farms and beach houses, as well as a turpentine distillery. Over the years, it gradually transformed into an incorporated city. 
1999, Palm Coast had much to offer its residents and its tourists. An elected mayor, fire services, and the Flagler County Sheriff's Office for law enforcement services. Now, Palm Coast, Florida is essentially an oceanside paradise, situated on 70 miles of saltwater and freshwater canals and the intercoastal waterway. The city is rooted in nature. It's lined with historic oak trees, imposing pine trees, and indigenous vegetation. From the city's website, Palm Coast comes across as a tranquil, safe paradise. So, how did Jane Doe's body end up dumped in some palmetto bushes in a seemingly peaceful neighborhood? Well, this is the question investigators have when they arrive at the scene. A primary search of the area where the Jane Doe was found shows that the Jane Doe probably died well before her body was discovered. Investigators only find partial skeletal remains of the Jane Doe. They also find other items of evidence, though, including remnants of clothing material, which was, quote, suggestive of a pocket lining and zipper and faded clothing tag, end quote. They also discovered the worn pieces of a pair of size seven and a half tennis shoes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
What we know about the Jane Doe has only been uncovered over a series of decades because the circumstances of Jane Doe's discovery provided very little information for police to go on. Over time, they learned bits of information that would form the outer edges of the puzzle that is the Jane Doe from Flagler County, providing just enough to keep the case going, but not enough to answer some major questions, like who is Jane Doe and how did she die? Jane Doe's partial skeletal remains end up holding one important clue in the case. Forensic anthropologists at the University of Florida determined that Jane Doe had been dead for approximately two or three years before her skeletal remains were found. Her possible age range and height are also resolved. They are able to pinpoint that Jane Doe may have been between 25 to 35 years old and standing about 5'3 when she was killed. And that brings me to Jane Doe's manner of death. Investigators believe that she was the victim of a homicide. Although it is not clear how they came to this conclusion, perhaps it was because of where they found her, seemingly hidden in a wooden area as if she was dumped there. During the investigation, it's also uncovered that the woman appeared to have a right nasal fracture, which is believed to have been sustained in an incident before Jane Doe was killed. They also note that most of the woman's teeth had fallen out post-mortem. However, those that remained were examined, and it showed evidence of periodontal disease. Periodontal disease is an infection of the tissues that hold your teeth in place. It's typically caused by poor brushing and flossing habits that allow plaque to build up on the teeth and harden. Although this information may seem small, it could help investigators learn more about Jane Doe. For one, it could indicate that she was unable to receive access to frequent dental care, which could help them pinpoint what type of lifestyle she may have been living before she died. But soon, investigators hit a major roadblock in the investigation. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office realized that because of Jane Doe's decayed skeletal remains, there would be no indication of how this woman died. It also didn't help that there was no sign of trauma to her bones that could pinpoint investigators in a forward direction, like a murder weapon or a cause of death. Jane Doe was found back in 1993, before DNA evidence and DNA testing were anywhere near what it is today. If they were counting on DNA to somehow solve this case, the Flagler County Sheriff's Office would have to wait nearly 30 years, when forensic genealogy would be a major tool in solving cold cases. In 2021, Nearly 30 years after Jane Doe had been discovered, Othram Inc., a private lab specializing in forensic genealogy, specifically focused on solving unsolved murders, managed to develop a DNA profile for the Jane Doe. For some time, forensic anthropologists believed that the Jane Doe was a white woman, possibly even Indian. However, with newer technology, they were able to reevaluate, and what they determined was that the Jane Doe was actually African American and possibly mixed with Caucasian. And they were able to make even bigger strides in the investigation when they explored Jane Doe's genealogy, hoping to find a living relative. Using genetic genealogy, investigators were able to name two of her relatives. They determined that she was a descendant from George Washington Coleman and Clarissa Minnick from the area of Edgefield and Aiken in South Carolina. After this major discovery, 30 of Jane Doe's relatives were contacted by the Flagler County Sheriff's Office. But sadly, none of her relatives had ever known of her, which meant they didn't know her identity, let alone the circumstances of how she died. 
So, yet again, detectives were stalled. Without an identity, it would make it increasingly harder for detectives to find her alleged killer. Something I found interesting during my research was that one of Jane Doe's relatives actually works as a genealogist at an organization called Genealogy Adventures. Her name is Danya Williams, and she actually helped detectives with this case. She offered her knowledge of African-American genealogy and specific expertise of the region of Edgefield, South Carolina, where Jane Doe's relatives were from, in hopes of identifying Jane Doe. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office and the department's cold case unit have since been working alongside the Aiken County Sheriff's Office in South Carolina and the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division to help identify Jane Doe. Her skull was even hand-delivered to the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office Forensic Imaging Unit on January 10th of this year, 2023. And using the new ancestry data, forensic artists rendered a facial approximation of Jane Doe, which has been distributed both in Florida and South Carolina. Detectives are hoping that someone from either or both states will see this rendering of Jane Doe and come forward with whatever information they may have about her identity at the very least. Just like with the Berkeley County Jane Doe, I can't help but wonder if anyone out there misses this Jane Doe, if anyone throughout these 30 years has been searching for her, wondering where she drifted off to, mourned for her, waited for letters or a phone call, or maybe even made up fantastical stories of where she wandered to. The invention of forensic genealogy with the combination of public support may be the only thing that can help detectives figure out what happened to Jane Doe. So, they're asking that anyone who recognizes the woman or who has information pertaining to her death to call the sheriff's non-emergency number at 386-313-4911 or email tips at flaglersheriff.com. You can also contact Crime Stoppers of North Florida, which is offering a reward of $5,000 for information about Jane Doe. They can be reached at 1-888-277-TIPS. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by leaving a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Lost Crimes Library pod. Before you go, make sure you hit the follow button because new episodes drop every Wednesday and you won't want to miss it. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.